I don't spend a ton of time in the book um, arguing for starting fresh expressions. I think we have other books that have done that well. It's just, okay, I want to start one. Now what do I do? Um, it's just got lots of ideas, uh, um, practical ways to get started. Also a little uh, theological and um, kind of conceptual frameworks for that stuff. Um, but my hope is that it gives folks lots of ideas to, to kind of move forward in their fresh expressions journeys. In my work as a pastor and pioneer of new things, I get to work with, coach, and learn from others, tilling soil, planting seeds, and praying for rain as we dig in and engage our communities for the mission of God. Join me as we share stories from the field in the Common Ground podcast. And now back to part two of our conversation. So um, a couple of things I think, you know, I would love to hear from you about is, you know, number one, were these people that served in this role um, after you, were they clergy? And then <clears throat> number two, um, you know, I think you've said some important things I don't want people to miss. I mean, you were not leading all of these. You were essentially leading the network and deploying the leaders and, and you use the word sent, um, you know, that I think people need to hear. But um, so say a little bit about how those um, leaders of those different networks or those different um, expressions emerged. And then what does it look like to, you know, I use the terminology cast the net again um, so that 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 continuously is is kind of this um, uh, reproducing multiplicative uh, organism. Yeah. So, um our leaders emerged from two places. One was from within the original group, um, and then, or or additional groups as they started, um, or from Bunyam C. Um, and so we had several church members who attended church on Sunday morning at Bunyam C, but also led a fresh expression uh, okay. at some point during the month, um, whether it's weekly or monthly, um, and so. Um, yeah, and uh, I know me and you've talked about this before. You you've done like book studies at your church. That's one way to kind of um, sh shake up some interest and find some potential leaders. Um, and for me, uh, you, you picked up on the the cusses like a sailor, but prays for people. Like mm -hmm. that's the kind of people you're looking for at your yeah. church. Just like yeah. the people that are just like they might not be like fully engrossed in the like church life. They're kind of hanging on the edge a little bit or haven't felt like they've found the place where they can serve or um, leave church early, come late, like stuff like that, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, well, all those things that we, we, all those things that we talk about, we talk about belonging, behaving and believing, right? Or belonging, believing and behaving. And we've gotten those things kind of backwards, right? I mean, well, you know, the, the traditional church has thought that, you know, you have to believe and behave before we'll let you belong. But I mean, this mm -hmm. is really about belonging to something bigger than yourself and, and believing. And then the behavior might come, <laughs> mm -hmm. it, you know, uh, you know, God willing, it does. Right. That's that's part of our uh, our sanctification and going in, in holiness. But um, uh, anyway, so you really what you're saying is that the initial group that you started with is this is what I'm hearing, correct me if I'm wrong, was were not members of or not a part of Boone UMC. They were people from the community? Correct, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we had a couple of, uh, we had one Boone UMC member um, who joined the Boone Saloon group a little bit later in the process, but he was um, the right 
fit for the group. So we actually encourage UMC members not to come be a part of King's Tree, which was weird. It felt yeah. weird. Um, but it was because we had created this unique vibe where there was people that wouldn't touch church with a 10 foot pole being the church together. And, and like, it was, um, it was a sensitive environment that when church people came into it, they caused disruption, not, they didn't make it better. They like scared people away. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we, we learned that the hard way. Um, yeah. And folks can pick up on that. Right. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, constantly, um, having that, having that, um, the energy behind multiplication in that, you know, there's an invitational uh, walls, barriers are taken down outside the walls of the church for people that are not going to be a part of the church. But then also being able to unlearn and break down some mindsets and models of the existing church in regards to what you're doing so that you, I mean, most of us in the Fresh Expressions movement, you know, have the, uh, the pushback uh, of the existing church, you know, either not understanding what we're doing or not understanding, you know, how do how do we get them back here, <laughs> and not mm-hmm. necessarily recognizing, you know, um, that you know that like these your words that this is church wherever it is, and 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 helping mm-hmm. to unlearn some of our ideas of what church is or what we've come to believe church is, um, most especially the association with a particular building rather than a body. Um, but um, I, I've lost my train of thought now. What what is happening in North Carolina? Right now, um, I know you have a lot. You've talked about messy church. You've talked about dinner churches. I know all of our dinner churches have their, if they're still uh, meeting, that they've shifted to a a drive-through model. Um, So talk a little bit about some of these different things that are happening, Alana. Yeah. Um, So, sorry, I I just wanted to say one other thing about what you were just talking about. Um, What was interesting at Boone UMC was I did get some pushback, but I also got a lot of surprising support. Um, and what I think happened was people could picture their loved ones that didn't go to church Mm -hmm. and how they would connect with something like King street church. And so I had people that I would think were super traditional church folks who were saying, I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing, Luke. Um, and so, and it was because they had kids that didn't go to church or grandkids. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I, I do think there is pushback, but I also think if you can tap into that kind of empathy, um, you can get beyond that. And then just one other thing uh, yeah. uh, that one of the church members told me that they had their, I think she was probably six or seven at the time, uh, six or seven year old daughter in the back seat of the car and they were driving down King street and they drove by the Boone saloon. And she said, look, dad, there's our church. Um, <laughs> I this love was it. A, a family from the Sunday morning uh, yeah. traditional uh, church, That's but so she, great. she she could see that we were a part of the church. So how beautiful! Um, so, oh my yeah. goodness! Um, but yeah, so so then going back to what's happening now. Um, so we um, before COVID were rounding 250 fresh expressions in Western North Carolina, and they were at various stages. Um, so some of them were uh, very early on. Some of them have been around for 10 years or 13 years. We've got. Um, uh, Wayne, Wayner Dickert in, uh, Bryson city who has a kayaking, um, gathering called river of life. That's been around, uh, it's probably one of the oldest fresh expressions in the country. Wow. And, um, but then we have stuff that, you know, like churches are, are just starting their experiments and then, um, COVID hit and, um, 
dinner church was is our biggest uh, percentage slice of our fresh expressions. So out of the 250, probably 115, 120 were um, dinner churches. Um, a lot of them have pressed pause um, just because of the volunteer base. Um, and um, but some of them transitioned into drive through um, uh, models. Um, yeah. But yeah, before COVID hit, Messy Church was also um, gaining momentum in our conference. And actually several Messy Churches have started during the pandemic um, in our conference. Um, so that's a big um, focus of ours now. Um, this year, um, we're preparing for a kind of um, relaunch uh, stage uh, where, um, I mean, it, we don't know how uh, this summer is going to go, but it, it seems like um, with the vaccine and with the summer, um, the numbers are going to be down to a point where people will be able to gather um, at least outside, um, if not, um, if, if vaccines can continue to roll out quickly that um, that we might see the kind of tail end of the um, sheltering in place kind of uh, reality that we're in. Um, so we're getting ready to help our Fresh Expressions relaunch. That's a big focus of ours this year. Um, also helping the movement um, trickle down to the district level, um, just as a kind of leading the conference level of the Fresh Expressions movement, just quickly realizing how each di district is very different, so you know, different. just yeah. geographically, we have eight districts in our conference. Um, so we've got mountain districts, we've got um, kind of rural flatland districts, we've got Charlotte, uh, which is a very huge city yeah. district. Um, and then we've got uh, um, districts that are a combination of all those, you know, so it's mm -hmm. this um, very distinct cultures, very distinct um, uh, district offices. And so we're trying to help um, them, the district offices um, uh, develop their um, strategies and develop um, our kind of uh, um, like support systems for existing um, fresh expression leaders. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got some cool stuff like that coming down the pipeline. Um, and then, yeah, I just uh, uh, have um, a book coming out relatively soon. Yeah. On, um, I'm excited about this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on on uh, the fresh expressions journey on how to start fresh expressions. Um, and so we'll be ramping up, um, some cohorts around that in our conference to help folks imagine how they can start a fresh expression. Um, have found that uh, folks in our conference, it's it's easier to grasp a, um, a replicable model within fresh expressions yeah. like dinner church or right. messy church. Yeah. Um, it's easier to, to grasp one of those than it is to grasp the kind of open-ended fresh expression model, yeah. um, which is like uh, starting from uh kind of your passions, your connections and, right. um, and kind of starting from scratch. And that's, it's, it's, it's a lot more intimidating, a lot harder. Um, mm -hmm. I think our, our I think our conferences are very similar. It's probably that Bible belt thing. Um, in that regard, you know, I don't, I don't know about other, other, other places in the country necessarily, as far as the, the percentage of dinner churches versus more contextual churches. But I, I think for those of us who um, are still operating to a larger degree out of an attractional um, model of church, the dinner church is almost a baby step toward, um, in some regards, a baby step toward a fresh expression of church. There's still some textual, obviously, 
context is important and and those things have to mm-hmm. be um, taken seriously and what that dinner church looks like but um, but yeah I mean same here the the dinner church model is is definitely the lion's share of what's happening um, yeah. in the North Georgia conference as well in some I think churches. the um, the dinner churches that are taking off in our conference like they're the ones that have um, built relationships for a long time mm-hmm. and this is like the next step. So they might have already had a meal or a food pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've really, they've gone through the Fresh Expressions journey. They just didn't know they were going through, right. but they got, went through the first half and they didn't know how to take the next step into exploring okay. discipleship. So it's good. Um, so what about you? Have you, have you personally started anything new? It's kind of hard to take the, uh, the uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist out of the pioneer, even if you put them in a shepherd teacher context. So yeah. what, what's happening with you? Um, yeah. So me personally, um, so I moved from a small college town, Boone, um, where I knew everyone um, to a sprawling suburb. Um, and so me personally, I have been just learning what it means to get to know my neighbors in a suburb. So we live um, in a kind of uh, lower middle income suburb. Um, And so the houses are smaller. We don't have a pool, Um, you know, (laughs) like we have a playground Um, and our houses are like laid on top of each other. Like, like we're, our house is, 12 feet from each of our neighbors, you know, like they're just like really close. And so um, the, the thing that we're doing and it's, it's been a year and a half is just getting to know our neighbors deeply and um, just uh, building loving relationships with them. And it's been really beautiful. Like um, we know every single one of our neighbors um, with on our block. Um, and part of that is because we're always outside with our two-year-old and going for walks and, and, you know, she's a, a little ham. And so she talks she's to everybody. So my wife, she is, my so wife is like, the, cute. yeah, she's super cute. Um, and my wife is super outgoing. She would be like an incredible church planter in another life. That's awesome. Um, so we just like, like we've just gotten to know everyone and, um, we've also, um, gathered a, um, a few friends that live in neighboring um, uh, neighbor that live in close neighborhoods uh-huh. uh, and have a, a small spiritual community mm-hmm. um, and uh, seeing if some of our neighbors will want to be a part of that or not. It's not clear yet. And yeah. the, the like, um, like what you mentioned about how that, how the spirit kind of led King street into that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just waiting for that moment, you know, yeah. not trying to push um, or something. I mean, I would love to have a little um, dinner church gathering in our neighborhood um, and uh, can picture it in my mind, but I also um, don't want to force something that's not ready yet. And yeah. um, so just kind of waiting for that moment. But in the meantime, getting to know our neighbors, we have uh, just a ton of um, good friendships and, um, are like so the the houses i'm looking at right now there's probably like i can see like four houses from this one window and they're they share a lawnmower because our yards are so small oh my gosh and, um and <laughs> the guy one of the guys started mowing our lawn our lawn too which kind of faces their lawn so which takes um, all of what like yeah. 
10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so we just, it's just this cool little community where because mm-hmm. we're so tightly packed on top of each other that we really know each other well. And yeah. um, so we're just enjoying that right now and we'll uh, kind of see what happens. Yeah, that's really, that's interesting for you to say that. I mean, <clears throat> you know, living in the suburbs, oftentimes you have the, you know, the automatic garage door that you open and drive into your house and you never see your neighbor next door, right? Unless you happen to take the dog out front or uh, go to get the garbage can um, mm-hmm. or the mail or whatever. Um, still people sit in their cars and get the mail, which is really interesting. But, um, <laughs> you know, being you know, the, 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 the sign of the times, I would say, is these, these all of these planned communities that are coming up that, I mean, I know where I live here, um, there are so many <clears throat> townhomes and planned mm-hmm. communities where you can't help but know your neighbor. Um, you know, there's yeah. no getting around it. So, and we know how, you know, the the suburbs and building all of these these large um, developments kind of changed the landscape of American culture back in the 50s when that started happening and everybody had their, their garages and their back porches instead of their front porches. Um, so I really yeah. wonder, you know, what what the, you know, what will look like a decade from now with all of these planned communities and townhomes and multi, multi, um, use developments that are, that are popping up all over the place where people don't want to really commute anymore. And my goodness, I think COVID has accelerated that even more in that, um, you know, it's a lot easier to live in rural America now than maybe it was (laughs) before with, Internet connections and working from home, if you have the the gift of a good internet connection in a rural community, not always a, a given. But right. um but yeah, so I, I think it's once again the the landscape of, of the country will will change and we need to be able to uh, adapt to that and recognize those those opportunities. Um I'm curious yeah. what you are reading right now. So um you're you finished writing a book and I want you to say a little bit more about that because we it is it is literally the um, lens through which we coach and teach and train and help people enter into and move into the next circle, all those things that we talk about in Fresh Expressions. This book that's coming out, tell everybody the title. Mm-hmm. What's the title? Yeah, Becoming Church. Becoming Church. Um, yep. And then um, talk a little bit about that. And then, um, and then share other things that you might be reading or, or listening to as well, if you have time for any of that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's uh, Becoming Church. It's a, a trail guide for starting fresh expressions. Um, I uh, It's explicitly focused on the fresh expressions journey, which you mentioned is the six circles, listening, um, uh, loving and serving, um, the building community, exploring discipleship, church taking shape, um, do it again. And so I spend a chapter on each of those um, and uh, use a a metaphor of uh, hiking the Appalachian Trail um, as a kind of um, extended metaphor throughout the book of um, kind of um, relating it to a a journey, a um, a pilgrimage, um, using all that kind of language. So um, I we've got a lot of really great books about how to start fresh expressions. Um, but there wasn't one that just spent a long time on each stage. Um, and kind of it that went along with the fresh expressions journey, um, framework, uh, just explicitly. And so that was, um, what I was looking to write. Um, I wrote it for, um, uh, particularly with the laity in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm, 
not trying to um, impress uh, <laughs> the like um, <laughs> the like uh, the high institutions or the like um, PhD level uh, yeah. readers. Um, I, it's for people that are have their uh, feet on the ground that they're ready to start a fresh expression. I also, I don't spend a ton of time in the book um, arguing for starting fresh expressions. Mm -hmm. I think we have other books that have done that. Well, it's just, okay, I want to start one. Now, what do I do? Um, This has got lots of ideas, um, practical ways to get started. Also a little uh, theological and um, kind of conceptual frameworks for that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But my hope is that it gives folks lots of ideas to to kind of move forward in the fresh expressions journey. So, um, so folks don't get stuck. They have a a, a place they can look. So um, well, I mean, that's um, really what I I believe. That's really what this movement is all about: is deploying the entire priesthood of all believers that God uh, has gifted and called and is sending and um, given the power of the Holy Spirit and <clears throat> and how do we help people grow up in their faith and the church grow up to full maturity, right, that we read about in Ephesians 4. So I appreciate the um, accessibility that you've tried to uh, foster in the in providing that. So I'm, I'm super excited to, to read it and to be able to share it yeah. and um, We'll have you come uh, host a conversation around that. I hope in the near future. Sure. So we'll be, yeah. I'll I'll link the name of the book, and this this podcast will probably come out about the time the book is being released. So look forward Great. to that. So what are what else is um kind of got your ear as far as reading or listening to? Yeah. Um. So I the the thing that I've read over the past year that has influenced me the most is this book called uh, Get Together. Um. It's got multiple authors. Um, and I'll, I'll send you the link. It's, yeah. it's these, um, three folks who have, uh, been a part of different communities. Um, so one of the authors was one of the original 12, um, employees at Instagram. Um, and then the other ones have worked with businesses They work with groups who are just trying to, trying to start communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, uh, that book and their podcast, um, have just been really highly influential on me this past year and just broadened my um, view of how much we can learn from um, the uh, non-church world mm-hmm. um, as they're discovering what it means to b- create community, um, uh, that they're learning a ton of stuff that um, the church needs to learn too. And mm-hmm. so um, different ways of gathering, uh, particularly how they're um, um, keeping their communities alive during COVID stuff like that. Um, just super helpful stuff. So, so that, that would be the, the big, um, uh, thing I'm reading. And and a lot of my reading kind of trickles down from there. So some of the guests on the, on that podcast have led me to some of the reading, um, that I've been doing this year. Um, and then I, uh, yeah, all, all kinds of stuff. So now I know you started your own podcast. Church is changing, right? Are there? Are we? Got, do, can we look forward to some uh, future guests on that podcast? Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, kind of rebranding uh, my podcast and blog um, to uh, it's called faithfulcommunity.com okay. um, is where the the new stuff will uh, will be. Um, and the website's up. The podcast hasn't launched yet. I've recorded a few episodes, but haven't gotten uh, them okay. edited yet. Um, but the uh, really enjoyed the conversation around um, the changes occurring in the church and it ended up being pretty timely for the 
um, beginning parts of the pandemic and some of the interviews I was able to do. Um, but also feeling like uh, personally, my direction and um, interests have more to do with the um, how to create um, new communities, how to form community, um, and um, and the I, I'm becoming less interested in kind of innovation concepts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think I got a little burned out mm-hmm. on innovation maybe mm-hmm. um just the like the uh uh i don't know how to explain it but i'm more more interested in how people are creating community as opposed to um the idea of innovation okay that's fair yeah i i, I get you i can't hear where you're coming from <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that we have not i guess talked about discussed or maybe there was uh, some rabbit trail i let us down away from something that we were talking about um that you want to make sure people hear about uh, fresh expressions or starting these new faith communities. How, what what would your final words be? Yeah, I just um, I guess I would just say uh, to spend uh, to take your time in in the fresh expressions journey, um, not to push yourself past where you are. Um, that the fresh expressions that end up connecting with people that are truly distant from the church. Um, they take their time. They don't um, rush into creating a gathering or um, into creating a worship service, um, but they build deep relationships. Um, they get to know people. They, um, yeah. And so I think rest in that and also try to help your church understand that uh, this isn't a, a fast process. Um, and, and so, yeah, the um, helping everyone understand um, that I think is really helpful for that. That's, that's grace to so many people. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for your time, Luke. I really, really appreciate Absolutely. you and can't wait to get my hands on the book. Look forward to, to what, what God's going to do next in you and through you. Thank you so much, Heather. It's been great to talk to you. Mm-hmm.